You're listening to a Monster Kid podcast. <laughs> interrupt this broadcast to bring you this special message. How's it going, eh? Today's show on the Monster Kid Podcast Network is a classic, hosted by two comedic geniuses who've watched way too much North American cinema from the 21st century, Mike Pisacano and Anthony Cilio. Entitled Cinemarketing, this podcast chronicles the heroic adventures of two latter-day consumers of film and the marketing surrounding them or, to use the correct 20th century terminology, losers. We hope you give it three thumbs up. Hey, and welcome to the second episode of the Cinemarketing Podcast. The trailers may have lied to you, but we won't. I am your host, Mike Pisacano. And I'm Anthony Cilio. And today we are have a very special guest joining us for this second episode. Uh, our location has changed, our scenery has changed, but it might look familiar to anybody who's a fan of uh, our work. Uh, <laughs> Long let me, yeah. let me uh, throw it over to Lewis of uh, my other co-host from Random Movie Roulette. Uh, thanks, thanks for, for having me. Yeah, of yeah, course. Of course. I, we we kind of had to. Our, our, our mixer broke. <laughs> 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 like but literally also, second episode mixer broke <laughs> yeah but also you are uh the foremost godzilla expert that i know in my life and i figure that if we're gonna do this movie i need to have you to come on here because you did a whole bunch of godzilla research this past year for fucking nothing yeah, yeah i did but sure did isn't well, it crazy how it works out like that it just i love it i love it <laughs> so yeah so we're talking about godzilla 2014 the first film in the MonsterVerse uh series and uh, so, and it was directed by Gareth Edwards, uh, who's coming off of his directorial debut with Monsters from 2010, which is basically the same thing as this movie, where it's like, not a lot of monsters, you see like a half a second of them at the end. And yeah, that's... and then he went on to make one of the worst Star Wars movies. Yeah, Rogue One was yeah. his follow-up after Terrible. this. Again, where it's like, we're gonna show you Darth Vader in like the last five seconds of the movie. Cool! Isn't that satisfying? <laughs> uh, anyway. Also, horribly terrifying CGI recreated. Uh, uh, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, That was scarier yeah. than any of the monsters. It was, it was more disgusting than like scary, it. I think. Yeah, morally disgusting also. It's just awful, yeah. awful. Uh, his upcoming credits on IMDb only list one Ugh. movie. Uh, it's called True Love. It's in pre-production. Plot details are unknown, and the only cast member uh, listed is John David Washington. So I guess we could look forward to that whenever. Oh yeah, I'm, 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 I, I can't well, wait. Pins and needles. I already pre-ordered my I, ticket. It's yeah, nice. I pre-ordered my ticket. Yeah. <laughs> is that his first since Rogue One? Uh, it looks like it will be. Cinema, cinema is back, bitches. Nature is healing. <laughs> Uh, film stars Aaron Taylor-Johnson, Brian Cranston, Ken Watanabe, Elizabeth Olsen, Sally Hawkins, David Strathairn, and Juliette Binoche. Uh, it was I just also just one of the best names, say Juliette Binoche. Yep, yeah, this very Binoche. famous French actress that they got to be in this movie for two minutes to be a dead wife. <laughs> to uh, be French. <laughs> uh, the film was released by Warner Brothers and Legendary Pictures. This is the second of two movies that we've done by Warner Brothers. It will also be the second of three. We're uh, not telling you what it is Giving you a hint the of ends. what the next movie will be, uh, just ever so slightly. Uh, and yeah, so let's look at some taglines. This movie has a, uh, a couple taglines. Uh, this one, 
I actually like this one. It's called, it goes, The World's Ends, Godzilla Begins. I actually think that would be a better title for the movie, Godzilla Begins. Like no, Batman when begins. people would compare it to Batman. No, no it's It's not accurate for this movie the, the world doesn't end in this movie maybe this city yeah, has like I, a bad day admittedly what, but like <laughs> the world certainly doesn't end also oh, shock yeah, but also, <laughs> i also gotta say that i don't even think godzilla doesn't even begin in this movie because this is meant to be seen as a continuation of the 1954 movie like because they said like he appeared in 1954 and now he's back so it's more like yeah. godzilla returns I it don't does know. like the halloween 2018 approach of just ignoring everything but the original it's a direct sequel to that first one and i guess easy enough to do that uh but they do also insert monarch into that narrative uh which is like i guess the key to the whole monster verse and doesn't work that well <laughs> we're, we're really we're really getting ahead of ourselves here yes. it doesn't work yeah so then yeah so the movie was released on may 16th 2014 uh and right in the beginning of the summer blockbuster season I think it was about a week or two after The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, we a, saw it. A crowning uh, achievement of blockbuster filmmaking that we also covered on Random Movie Roulette. Um, yeah, which is another just, yeah, just yeah. incredible stuff. Yeah. Um, you're uh, really, you're really batting a thousand with that. Yeah. So the production history of how this movie came to be, it was announced in 2004. They made Godzilla Final Wars, Toho did, and then that marked the 50th year anniversary of Godzilla as a franchise. And ever since then, they had announced that they wouldn't produce any films featuring Godzilla for 10 years. So they should have kept it that way. <laughs> but if we did, we wouldn't have gotten Godzilla vs. Kong, which was probably yeah. the highlight of my year at this that's, point. That's true. That's uh, true. Uh, so this version of the movie started out as like an IMAX short film called Godzilla to the Max. <laughs> with great title. <laughs> to at, the Max. Yeah. Uh, I this it didn't end up getting made. I looked for it. It, it Godzilla they, XXL. They, yeah, they, Godzilla Godzilla Triple X. Let them fight. No, no that, that was the wrong one. Find the point <laughs> sound. There you go. There we go. That would have been much better if you had hit it right when it was supposed to. Oh uh, yeah. So so the work that they ended up doing on the IMAX short film, they ended up transferring it over to Legendary to develop it into a full feature. So, and then in October 2010, it was rumored that Guillermo del Toro was originally approached to direct the film, which he then denied. Oh, Can dude, you imagine how much better this movie would have been if del Toro directed it? I, I am so sick of hearing It's the same shit. thing with The Hobbit. Dude, del Toro, if I hear del Toro's directing something, it it's fake. Like, every yeah, single thing. Yeah, 100%. It's like, Every time they see something, it's like Del Toro somehow attached to everything, and then he, it never happens. Yeah. He makes like one movie every five years. Yeah, it's like only I'm one so out of ten of the movies he is attached, or projects in general. Video games count too because he's that? been a cat, a, attached to many video games that have also never happened. Silent Hills, Rip, Silent Hills. Uh, there was that other horror game that he was Sanity making. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And also, remember he was attached to a Pinocchio movie. Do you remember that? He was like pinned to it. I don't think it anything to do with the Pinocchio movie that came out. And then the yeah. wasn't there he was supposed to do a Haunted Mansion movie also? Okay, that is the biggest heartbreak of my life. Yeah, Haunted Mansion. He was supposed to do uh, Justice League Dark at some, which also there was also, there was also amazing. To, yeah, there was also supposed to be a movie where he just sits in front of a camera and laughs and slaps his thighs together for two hours. <laughs> uh, I would do it. I would. I would watch that movie. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm still not convinced that Nightmare Alley is happening. And it's, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. I don't believe it's real. Del Toro isn't real. He doesn't exist. All right. So I saw him. He was. He's beautiful. like Santa Claus. Your parents made him up. He's not real. <laughs> he did meet him. Louis did. I did. I did. I had a yeah, very 
was your dad in a suit, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> my dad organized the entire press campaign for Scary Stories to tell in the dark just so I could meet him dressed up as Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> it was me, Louis. <laughs> it was del Toro the whole time. You can't keep getting away with it. Uh, all right, so let's let's take a look at some of these posters. And now that we have like a nice uh, uh, video format, we yeah, can Lewis actually... totally upstaged us with this video format. Let's take a look at these posters. The yeah. show will never be this good again. Yeah, so we can take a look. So this is the first poster that was kind of released. This was the San Diego Comic Con. 2013 poster it was kind of like this graphic art design I, I actually i really like it how like the crumbling buildings like form godzilla's uh, uh i'd hang it on my wall yeah this is pretty cool it's a nice one uh we'll it, go we'll go a little backwards yeah. here this is your least favorite one and okay so th i have this movie on my plex no, 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 admit no. this that. is it's not this one it's this is the poster i have on my plex no no it's well it is one. it is the poster i think it, it's okay. one of the options on plex i think this poster's boring yeah, it, it's definitely following that trend of every movie around this time, where it's just like the the char the main character with its back to the camera looking. Yeah, at something and it's ominous. that orange color sepia color palette. I just think it's ugly and gross. I do much I, like this movie. I like how the the like all of the marketing materials like focus on like this like halo drop thing that that yeah. we have going on here that looks like falling stars. It's like a cool visual thing that <laughs> Louis, again. Louis, you should really... get like a Wacom tablet so you could do like the play-by-play uh, -play they do in football like here. Oh like, man. <laughs> I would just be drawing dicks. I would get ripped <laughs> off. <laughs> we get ripped off of Twitch in no time. Yeah. This was I believe the IMAX poster. Pretty uh, cool. Yeah, again, a nice uh uh, like looks like kind of like drawn or like kind of like something. It's not just like just in case you garbage. forgot. Just in case you forgot, Godzilla is Japanese. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Ken Watanabe won't let you forget that. <laughs> yeah, this is the ugly one. This is the DVD cover. Yeah. This. This is the Seven Eleven. Yeah. Uh, DVD this is a fucking cover. asylum like dollar store DVD cover. This looks atrocious. Yeah. This is like. All of the stuff that the other previous posters did to, like, set up Godzilla's scale and how big he is, he looks, like, barely bigger than the building in this <laughs> shot. And then he's just, like, roaring off screen at nothing. It, it's horrible. It like, looks like he stubbed his toe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. It's gross. Yeah. Let's see what else Excellent. we got here. This is the cover for the 4K Blu-ray. Um, Pretty sick. Which apparently fixes the color correction issue in general with this movie. You know, um, looking... they when it redid it yeah looking at it it kind of goes in line i don't know if they intended this you know the uh the box set that criterion released the color oh, palette yeah. and everything really fits with that like yeah i can see style, it yeah. the art style yeah and the color palette everything fits it's a little less like neon but like definitely like uh they, they use like negative space and everything is, yeah. is another one i another one i'd hang on my wall yeah very easily nice yeah it, it's it's sexy uh this one i think this is kind of like it looks very similar to the other ones. Just yeah. Godzilla's back, orange tint, the red uh, smoke from the soldiers. It's like a lot of similar themes that we've eh. been covering with the other ones. That's eh, all right. This one I like. This is my probably my favorite poster for this movie. Yeah, I it... actually had this. Uh, it was one of the posters that they gave away at the theaters, like the little 11 by 17, and I took it home. I had it on my wall for a little while, and then uh, when I saw the movie, uh, I promptly took it down. Well, uh, to be fair, it is, not to not to get too ahead of myself, this is the best scene in the movie, so. 
No, yeah, I, and, yeah. The, and they Easily. definitely knew to highlight that in the posters yeah. and the trailers that like this Halo drop scene was. It's the most visually interesting part of the whole movie. I mean, like for the most part, like you get these like ridiculously like cropped shots of Godzilla himself, or you're looking at like Aaron Taylor Johnson, which is not like the visual feast you want from a Godzilla movie. I mean, so this hey, is like Ford, what came the closest. Ford Brody. <laughs> is, that, is that his name, Ford Brody? Sure. Guy yeah. Sebastian, yeah, I mean it could Sebastian? be Sebastian. What? <laughs> Jeep Smith. <laughs> Hummer H three. Yeah, his name is Hummer H three. Yes. <laughs> God, we didn't even talk about how stupid the character's name is. His name is Ford. Like I would understand if maybe his last name was Ford because like, like Gerald a, Ford. Like having an all American like white guy name, fine. But that his first name is Ford. His like, last name is F one fifty. All right, moving on. Next oh, next next poster here. Yes. Uh, uh, this one looks very similar to the other teaser where it's just Godzilla's tail. It's a good teaser image, just like showing you yeah. like the tail. A lot like, of how just many remind- posters oh, did you sorry. get? Just like as many as I could find. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so I want to just like shuffle through them quickly. We don't have yes. to spend all day on crazy, them. Crazy, dude! I didn't realize there were that yeah, many. Yeah, this was the original teaser. This was probably gonna okay. Be- this one I like probably the most out of the ones we've seen so far. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's not as like it's not as messy. Like the, it's just very like clean it doesn't cut. have that ugly CG fire effect on it that like yes. all the other ones do, and I really fucking hate that. The regular steam smoke yeah, thing. We'll is get to cool. that in a second. Yeah, I think we'll say that for when we talk about the Blu-ray re-releases and stuff like I that. Mean, I mean, so to the, be fair, it looks yeah, pretty that cool. Yeah, that was the original teaser poster. I hate posters like, that just have the logo. It's well, kind of lame. I mean, it's the first thing you're going to see. It, that's when, like, they don't even have, like, the fucking movie done. Like, yeah, it's just, it's like, yeah. it's like working title, Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. And then this one, I don't know what this was for. I think this was also, like, a Comic-Con thing, but that's it's a... It's like a Mondo like, kind of poster. Yeah. You know, like, what they do, like, after the that, fact. That is, like, a Mondo poster. Yeah. yeah, and, and then we're, we're back, back here. All right, so yeah, so those were the posters that were released, and you can see that like a lot of the posters were about emphasizing like the scale of Godzilla, about like the ominous like how much he towers over, and like you, and also as the earlier release ones, just like giving you brief glimpses of like the tail and the spine, and the trailers are going to do the same thing. Uh, why don't we roll the first trailer? The uh, Comic Con trailer? Uh, you know what? Well, let's skim through the Comic Con trailer because we used that as the little teaser that we did. Uh, at the end of the yeah, last just, episode. I figured we could just play and it's it. Short it's, short, it's, it's short enough. It's short enough. Yes. I, I also hate, can't skim. And we, I fucking that's right. hate this font that they use. Well, it reminds yeah. me of, like, Linkin Park. <laughs> and this comes from a guy that likes Linkin Park. Oh, you're going to love the Transformers movies when we do those. People cried. <laughs> So yeah, so I don't know what this like voiceover is talking about. Like he's talking about like Vishnu and some like sort of it, none of that. No, it's has it's it's a it's a recording of it's a poem by um, JFK. Oh, JFK. <laughs> um, yeah, I am become death, destroyer of worlds. Yeah, it's um yeah. So and this is kind of the biggest thing about this teaser is that this little like dead centipede monster. Um, satisfying. It's not anywhere in the movie. I don't know what they were planning with that, but uh, he's not. That that thing is not in the movie. Um, yeah, no. And then yeah, that this is one not is just Moda or whatever the fuck it is. Moda Mutos. Muto. Did they like just start shooting <laughs> when this uh, when this Comic Con rolled around? And it just like we gotta show something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, this one. I guess having that. Yeah. Oh, this, this is, is the, kind of a money this, shot. This yeah. is the big reveal shot. That would be the official 
Yeah, yeah but this, you know what the movie thing I don't like about that is? They do the scream beforehand, so you already know it's a Godzilla movie. Yeah, and they, the design of Godzilla, twice. and the thing of the design of Godzilla in this is not vastly different than other Godzillas. Oh, it's vastly different than the 1998 American one, which yeah, uh, I have a D, I have a VHS of that I brought with me. me Get that we, filth out of here! Yeah, <laughs> me that. You're 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 so fucking happy that we're not doing. Oh that my god, movie. dude! Like. Me oh Lewis, my god. Yeah, me and Lewis, we watched that for his little Godzilla research, and man, is there like zero things to say about that. We watched movie. it over the course of like five hours. Like, we fucking struggled with that. We ordered movie. pizza during yeah. it. We were like, you know. We like watched each other jerk off. Like, we were just we like, like doing outside, everything we could we to with avoid. Your dog. <laughs> and then at the end of like, you we know. We played with your dog. We played with your dick. <laughs> Stupid movie. <laughs> Garbage. Yeah. So now let's take a look at the first official. Uh, teaser trailer that was released. Hell yeah! Because this was the one that when I saw Gentlemen, this, you are I was being fucking sent in by a Halo jump. I don't. I, I I had to be brought back to where I was. I realize not all I of you have so had I just want to be happy again, bro. <laughs> Imagine being back in 2014. Frankly, none of us ever faced a situation back. quite yeah. like also, this yeah, before. Also, yeah, does. These trailers do, they show very little of Taylor Johnson, which is like, makes you think like, oh, yeah. maybe something interesting. I mean, also, it's, it's the story of, be the monster. it's the story of like, Legendary's Monsterverse, where like, every marketing campaign has you hoping like, oh, succeed. like, they get it, we don't care about Can humans, we, we want the monster. Can we please stop Your saying Monsterverse, it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. It's <laughs> the Dark Universe, what the fuck else would you call it? Dude, the Dark Universe was born. Yeah, these, yeah, see, like, this sh these shots right here. Also, I think that this scene is longer in the trailer than it is in the movie. I think you're right. Yeah, they cut. They cut some shit. And also, it's also different in this shot. When you're seeing the POV shot of him looking, he's seeing Godzilla fighting the Mutos, where in this one, it's like, they're only showing Godzilla in this. Yeah, dude, I love the score in this scene, too. Well, it's taken from the 2001 uh, thing, right? I don't know. Maybe? No, I just like it. Oh, the worst sound. The little dingy. I ever. hate it. It gives me a headache. I'm very happy that you lowered the volume a little bit. Doing my best. Good old Ken Wanabe. Did people know who Elizabeth Olsen was at this no, time? No, so we'll get into like how they had just been like announced as the, the Maximoff yeah. twins in and like the month before this came out in Winter Soldier. Mm. So this is like kind of the, the world's first introduction to who they were. And it's like, oh, they're gonna play these famous siblings, and they're fucking. It was like a big part of like why I was excited to see this movie is because like I knew those two were also gonna be in the next Avengers movie, and I was still like rock hard for an Avengers sequel at the time. Gay for Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So that was the f the the first trailer for Godzilla 2014. And, yeah, that was, and that was pretty soon sick. As, yeah, and as soon as I saw that. I, I've never been a Godzilla fan like when I was a kid. I never really saw any of the movies. But when I saw that, I was like, this looks great. Like, the visuals looked great. Uh, again, like you said, the score, the look of Godzilla, the little bit that we got of him. It really uh, depicts this very, like, menacing, ominous, intimidating uh, tone. And I was really excited for the movie just based on that alone. Yeah, I was too. I was, I was really, really pumped for this. And we saw it opening week. Right? Yeah, we no, me and you, came. we saw it together, and I will never forget the sounds that you were making during specific <laughs> scenes of anger, of disappointment. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll that. Get, so I literally was like, I saw this. clenching my fists. I saw this on uh, when I when I, I it was my freshman year of college, and I had just come home on like my Thanksgiving break or something like that. 
Like, it was, like, my first time back uh, in my hometown since I left for college. And I just, like, went to go see it with my mom. And my mom and I legitimately had bonded over Godzilla when I was I was younger. She used to watch them on, like, the horror host blocks uh, when she was growing up, like, the old Japanese Godzilla movies. I got really into uh, watching them, uh, like, uh, via rentals from Blockbuster. And so when this came out, I was, like, excited. I was like, I'm going to go see this with my mom. It's going to be great. Louis, don't back. get too ahead of yourself here. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, I'll, we're going into, like, I won't personal, bust. Like, we're going yeah, so, in, so, like... No, that's what we're yeah, going yeah, into yeah, right exactly. now. He can, yeah, yeah. he can tell the yeah, rest of, of course, his story. Yeah, of course. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. it. It's not very interesting from there. I was really excited. I was very happy to see it with my mom. And I didn't watch it for years after I saw it in the theaters. And I had a good time seeing it in the theaters, though I think I was just happy to be, like, home and, like, something about, like, that, like, really affected my, uh, my enjoyment of it because going back now and watching it uh not a fan of this movie at all uh don't feel the same way even remotely as i did back then and i guess it's because i didn't get to watch it with my mom oh well sad well you did get to watch godzilla roland emmerich uh, with me so yeah hopefully which, that was the same that made up for yeah. it yeah same fucking thing <laughs> uh what's up phil of hats and games thanks for joining us and thanks for following us that's so great <laughs> yeah, we're here to talk about Godzilla. We'll play. We're gonna play some Godzilla games on the stream once this episode is done. We yeah. got we got the classic PS2 era games that we've downloaded. We'll play for a little while just as an another Godzilla tie-in treat. For those uh, of you listening on your podcast apps, sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Hopefully, the archive of it will be up on our YouTube. Yeah, channel. it'll be up on our YouTube or, yeah. or the 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 uh, Red Movie Roulette Twitch. We'll yeah, Twitch.tv/slash Arm Roulette. You'll be able to see the archive of the stream, and we'll have some godzilla game gameplay on it as yeah. well so it's pretty obvious our expectations beforehand were we were fucking pumped for this yeah like this was gonna be the movie of the the the, the summer. at least of like, at, at least of like the big summer blockbusters for that year oh, yeah, like, what, what certain... else did we have to well, see that year? that actually was a pretty good year for summer blockbuster movies because I, I made a joke about the amazing spider-man 2 but also in 2014 there was uh x-men days of future past which came out like the week after days this. of future past was good it was one of the best x-men movies yeah it's great uh, and then Guardians of the Galaxy came out later on at that summer, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which is the second of the reboot Planet of the Apes, which I think is the best movie in that series, and um, and I think, uh, yeah, we mentioned uh, like a month or so before this, Captain America the Winter Soldier came which out. Which is the best Marvel movie, don't fucking at me. Yes. I, yeah, I, I think I don't think a lot of people are gonna fight you on that, Anthony. It's I think that's like easily widely the best. Accepted. This is coming from a guy who hates Marvel movies. That movie's great, but we're not talking about that today. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I want us to talk about a couple of commercials. We're not going to watch a lot of TV spots. We'll put some of them in the break just so you can get a sense of like what the TV, the, the TV spots sounded like. But uh, there is a, a few commercials that some uh, companies use to incorporate Godzilla into their product. And uh, these might be some of the best commercials uh, that I feel like these could be used like year round, like not even tied into a movie. So let's start out with the Snickers commercial. Yeah, they did a tiny. How do you Godzilla's actually pretty cool. I like vaguely remember seeing this. This is the best. Yeah, Godzilla eats a Snickers and he's cool. You're not you. <laughs> and I don't know that that, that image of Godzilla, Godzilla giving the thumbs 16th. up water skiing is like been a very famous gift that now gets yeah. used on like Twitter just for anything. And I feel like you could just use that. That that could just be a year-round Snickers commercial. Yeah. I also like how at the end it says, see the new Godzilla. Like they had to clarify yeah. because yeah. it's just called Godzilla. Yeah, that's also why I feel like I'm like, 
maybe it could didn't need to be called like Godzilla Begins, like I mentioned before, but like something because i i can't stand just saying godzilla 2014 they should have yeah but also godzilla begins doesn't work because it makes very clear that godzilla already began in the 50s they they should have done the nintendo thing and called it the new godzilla 3ds (laughs) super Super godzilla 64 (laughs) godzilla 64 uh godzilla you this was like in the heat of just the the reboot of uh like the, the the reboot method of just naming it after the like original film yeah. in the you series like, like the final destination <laughs> yeah like, could you imagine if we had to call batman begins batman 2005 <laughs> the just call it the godzilla <laughs> the godzilla <laughs> uh, all oh right so God. then uh some other things that led up to the pre-release uh toys and merchandise that gets released for oh. it uh, the the only thing that is really noticeable about them, we don't really have any pictures of them, but up until this point in the marketing and the trailers and stuff, we didn't really know that there were going to be other monsters in the movie. Uh, the marketing mainly just showed that, like, the army is fighting Godzilla, and it's kind of a, a, a tale of, like, the human struggle and treating Godzilla like a natural disaster. And then... The human the struggle. The human struggle of Godzilla, yeah. The strife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, there was a... a toy set that got released that had mutos in it and that was kind of the first tip-off where people were like are there other monsters in this movie can you explain mutos for a second because that that word means no one it's nothing to acronym for what's the acronym short for it's something monster under the ocean what that it it lines up massive unidentified terrestrial organism muto which basically so godzilla could be a muto they just didn't want it they just didn't want to fucking say kaiju (laughs) Yeah, God forbid. God forbid they yeah, say kaiju. Yeah. And uh, okay, so these things they're like they're like flying things with beaks and wings and also like big legs. I don't And they know. got big giant you never, egg sacks. Yeah, you never really get a good look at them. I can't really like tell their anatomy. Uh Yeah, they kind of look like praying mantises. Like it's kind of weird. I kind of like their design. I know it's boring, but they just look like big bug. You know, like the what are they called? Like the spiders that like hang out in bathtubs. Uh, like they they're just these like fucking wiry. That's honestly the most terrifying thing I could think of. <laughs> a spider in a, a spider bathtub. in my bathtub. Fuck! I'll just I'll just run out. I'm not God, showering it's tonight. It's like it, it's catching you when you're vulnerable, just like <laughs> exactly, Psycho. Yeah. I'm fucking naked and cold. Just like Psycho. That's why Psycho is so scary. <laughs> exactly. Hundred percent. They should just and, remake it with a giant spider. Yeah. <laughs> so I know that we're uh, we're gonna be playing some other go- some Godzilla games uh, after this episode. We're gonna be playing some from the PS2 ever Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee. But there was a video game adaptation for this movie that we could uh, never play <laughs> because it for some reason is extremely rare. It goes for like six hundred dollars on eBay. I will be happy to explain why it, it's such a commodity. Yeah. Lewis, but please enlighten us. Show the, tra- let's yeah, show we'll, the trailer. Let's show the trailer. Oh, we have a trailer for we Godzilla trailer. PS4 and PS3. Oh, it's rated A. Sony's PlayStation. <laughs> Sony's PlayStation's Godzilla. The PlayStation. Oh look, a monster that's not in the movie. Ghidorah is in the Hold second one. They put the little trademark. Sony's PS4's Telos <laughs> Legendary's Marvel's Godzilla. Spider-Man's. Featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. <laughs> and Knuckles. <laughs> There's the trademark again. <laughs> 
this literally just seems like, uh, what's it called? King of the Monsters on PS2. Yeah. It's an upscaled King of the Monsters. That's all this is. It looks exactly like uh, Destroy All Monsters Melee. That yeah, it's, those are that all. This is all the same game. Yeah. From what I understand, it, it controls much worse than those games. Great. Um, well, it does have Mothra in yeah, it. So. Oh, thank God, we <laughs> finally have a Godzilla, playable Mothra. Hell yeah, dude! The game might be better than the fucking movie. <laughs> I mean, you, Rodan. Dude, you don't uh, really know thing. how bad this game must be. Though. Listen, this movie's pretty fucking bad. Is that who's that? Who's that? That's like, Mothra. That's oh, okay. Mothra's kid. Okay. Yeah, it's a little slug thing. It's a little duty. It, <laughs> it started out as. It's a little shitty. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Godzilla. A little pissy arch, shitty. That's that's Godzilla's arch nemesis. Piss shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to explain what pissy shitty is. It's but... when you get popcorn and Pepsi and you pour the Pepsi in the popcorn. It's pissy shitty. <laughs> So there was people found value to that game, as Mike mentioned. It like now goes for like hundreds of dollars on eBay if you have like a copy of it. And it's why not, is that? Um, say. it's not because of the gameplay. The gameplay is really bad. <laughs> Everyone knows the gameplay is like not. It's not a fun game to play. Also, they weren't allowed to make like Godzilla get stronger with like nuclear power. So like he had to like I don't know like fuck up like electrical generators, which is like a lame thing. But regardless, what people dug about it was that, like, you could create, like, basically dioramas with all of the uh, in-game models. And that's what people used the game for, for the most part. Like the photo mode or there whatever? Was, there yeah, had to essentially be all... the, fo the photo mode. If, if um, Smash Bros. has taught me anything, people did a lot of Rule 34 shit with that, did they not? <laughs> There's a I'm lot of sure. Godzilla humping. <laughs> it would be weird if it wasn't, right? Like, yeah, if, yeah. if that wasn't uh, where people went to. But also, I mean, I think there was actually, like, a competitive, like, online community. Probably, of, like, 15 people uh, after, 15. after 2004. Gotta be, like, five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm pretty sure they've shut down the servers for that game since then. Uh, but I think the people still want it so that they can make these dioramas of, like, uh, Mothra and Godzilla and Rodan fighting in New York or some shit. Dude, this is why we have you on the show. You get an achievement for that. Yeah. Good for I you, wanna, man. Uh, oh, sorry, That's all I so, wanted. So the way you can do these dioramas, is it like through gameplay where you have to pause no, it? No, no, no. Or you like, can like, you could pose them and yeah. stuff? That's cool. Yeah. I, I would actually use it. Because that's the thing I hate about Smash I'm going to buy a copy right now. Yeah, for six hundred dollars. Yeah, it's worth it. Blow all of our I don't even have a PS4. I got a PS4. <laughs> Blow too. all of our podcast budget on Godzilla for PS4. What budget? Exactly. Um. <laughs> But yeah, that's what that thing because I, I hate in Smash how it's like I want to get these cool shots, but everything just looks like fucking lasers and like fire and things shooting out and blocking the view. And, yeah. and like if I could actually like sit and pose them, that would be that would make it worth it. Like I would like to be, do that. Yeah, worth like, six hundred dollars? No. Bill in the chat has corrected me. Those two monsters I could not identify before were Destoroya and Biolante. Also, Destoroya. none of which any no one but Godzilla was in this movie. So why they are in this game? God only knows. Were the Mudos in the movie, though? Mudos in the game, in the, though? I actually don't think the Mudos were in the game. <laughs> Fuck this. They literally were just like, there's a Godzilla movie coming out. Who's in it? I don't know. Just fucking take the Toho <laughs> shit and throw it in a game. They yeah. didn't have the connections with Legendary. Just upscale King of the Monsters. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, another thing that we like to point out is uh, a product placement count. And I didn't really... Good on them. Like, I was, ex I was on the hunt for Snickers or Fiat to show up somewhere in this movie. But they really didn't the only thing i can gather there was like a shot of a hilton like while the, like during a battle or something i don't really think that you get like promotion like product like endorsement from that well the main anything. character's name is ford 
Yeah. And then the only other thing is that if you look in the credits, and there is a specific thank you to the Department of Defense, the U.S. Armed Forces. And, and yet, I mean, that's kind of – it's kind of just like an accepted thing that any movie that has the military in it in any capacity, yeah. like, needs the approval of the U.S. military in order to, like, regulate how they're being portrayed and no. how, like, the light that they're being shown in. So – any time, any movie, any Marvel movie, any... The like, Transformers movies the are... The Transformers movies are so fucking, like, despicable. Yeah. They yeah. are literally, like, army recruitment Maybe ads. all these movies are propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Uh, and this movie, now this doesn't have as much of a rockin' soundtrack as uh, Kangaroo Jack or the next movie that we're doing, but the score was done by Alexandra Desplat, who's a very talented uh, composer. Yeah. And in the same year that he did the score for Godzilla... He was nominated for an Oscar for Best Original Score twice. He was nominated for The Imitation Game, and he won for The Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, the score one of the was, greatest scores yeah. uh, in film history. Yeah, this this, this score wow. was great. It was really one of the shining moments of the film. About, I was talking about Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, no, well, well no, 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 I, I understand that. There, but I'm also yeah. saying the, the score in this film was really good. Um, that's the one thing I really like about it. Yeah, it, I, it, it, it's really good at adding to the tension really giving good feeling like especially during that um the scene where they jump out of the plane or the scene there's a scene where planes are falling out of the sky and it's really quiet and somber it's so cool for what it's worth like i think most of the technical like filmmaking aspects of this movie are fine i i i think visually it's it's all right i think but where it's really running into problems where with its blandness is its script like it, it just started off with a bad foundation uh it's got an uninteresting story and plot and, uh, yeah, you don't uh, necessarily need a good human plot for a Godzilla movie, but if you're going to focus on humans uh, for so much of it, you, you better make it fucking interesting. Yeah, you know? and we're yeah. going to talk more in-depthly about uh, our feelings towards the actual movie. Uh, right now, we're going to go into a break. So we are going to play a couple more TV spots for Godzilla, and then we're going to come back talking about uh, when the movie actually did get released, what we actually think of it, and uh, the response after its release. You are not fooling anybody when you say that what happened was a natural disaster. You're lying. It was not an earthquake. It wasn't a typhoon. Because what's really happening is that you're hiding something out there. And it is going to send us back to the Stone Age. In 1954, we awakened something. Well, there's nuclear tests in the Pacific. Not tests. They were trying to kill it. No, no, don't say that! Don't you say that! Can you kill it? The arrogance of man is thinking nature is in our control. I just want you to know that I love you. I love you too, Jim.
He's training Italian. Door Fiat 500L. It's a lot bigger than you think. La intensidad de Takis ahora es azul. Nuevos Takis Fuego Azul. And we're back, and we're gonna we're back now. Uh, bring you back into the timeline. We are at May 16th, 2014. Godzilla has opened in theaters. We all saw it. I'm assuming you saw it at the it's, same time. Just picture this. It's summer. I'm, You're sitting in a movie theater. It's cold. It's the, it's the Obama administration. <laughs> You're chilling. You just you just got a new iPod touch. You're sitting there. You're ready to watch Godzilla. You got your hot you got your pissy shitties. You got your you got your raisinettes. You're ready to go. And what happens? You see Godzilla 2014, and what do you think of it? Stupid movie. Garbage. <laughs> Stupid fucking movie. See, I'm not I'm not going to be as, like, vindictive against it, because I do think, like we said, there is a lot of technical craft in this movie, a lot of really uh, quality things about the movie, uh, but I think overall it is just a very unsatisfying yeah, movie. Let me, let me put it this way. This movie edges you the entire time and then ruins your orgasm at the end yeah i fucking mean it suck me this movie fuck you gareth edwards <laughs> i like godzilla as like a concept i think i could i would consider myself a godzilla fan right like, yeah i, think I want you to explain fair. your history with the godzilla series because we've gotten this far into the episode we didn't even yeah <laughs> yeah so i i mean the reason i was asked to be on this specific episode is because mike you and me were working on a godzilla video for uh like like two months and it just yeah around the time that Godzilla vs. Kong came out. It didn't which come was together. Also the reason why we decided this would be the second episode. We thought, oh, it'll tie into Godzilla vs. Kong, and we took way longer than we thought oh, of yeah. making this podcast. Yeah, but man. Those we... of you who don't listen to Crappy Madison, you know we take our dear sweet fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that next episode of Crappy Madison is still on the way. Oh, yeah, right, guys? It's on the back burner. We're, we're getting ready. We're <laughs> hey, going to release knows? Cinema Marketing, Paul Bart Mall Cop. It might happen. Oh, it's going to happen. Moop, coop. Um, but yeah, so I. Uh, I took like a fucking month of my life and just watched all of like the toho uh the, the showa era godzilla movies um and i was really excited to cover them mike you watched all of the king kong movies we're gonna do this thing building up to godzilla versus kong <laughs> i watched son of kong with him to watch it. it's not good <laughs> yeah most of it's not worth watching I'll, I'll be honest and i like godzilla but like this this movie does the thing that i think is like the worst thing a godzilla movie can do and it's be boring um, but also kind of a, a staple of a lot of Godzilla movies, at least like the early, a lot of the early iconic Godzilla movies are really fucking boring. You know, they, they have like pretty uninteresting human side plots, but when you get to the actual like monster stuff, it's, it's, it's really fun and, and silly and a good time. There's so little of that here though. Uh, it's kind of hard, uh, to, to really enjoy this way too long movie, um, and way too Aaron Taylor Johnson-y. Yeah, uh, movie. See, see, that's the thing is that I feel like we could have had a good human story if Brian Cranston was the lead for the movie. Like, if, he's killing it in this movie. Like, while he's on screen, he's fucking yeah, doing. Also, it. this was like 
the first big role that he had after Breaking Bad ended. So everyone was so excited about what's Brian Cranston's next thing going to be. And he's in Godzilla. And he's all over those trailers. Like, he's given the, the monologues and the speeches. And he's, like, screaming and crying. Yeah. Crying Cranston was a, a, a short-lived meme. But it was uh, it was yeah. brought upon by uh, that shot in the trailer of him, like, crying as his wife is uh, dying. Do you have a picture of that, Lewis? A picture of crying Cranston. I think I it's, do actually. It's in there. It's in the. Are you editing second. our video right now? Yeah, something just happened with your color, and I don't know why. I'm sorry yeah, that all the color has drained. Dude, Adam. most people are listening to this on audio anyway. <laughs> Mike and Anthony, let's 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 take a look at crying Cranston. If there's one thing I like, it's grown white men crying. Yeah, I I, I gotta admit, when this movie yeah. came out, all all the jokes were like, Skyler, there's Godzilla. We gotta stop him. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse. We have to fight Godzilla, Mr. White. You have to. You know stop what? If Godzilla. if the Aaron Taylor Johnson character was played by uh, Aaron Paul, that would have been maybe something. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh my God, Elizabeth Olsen and Aaron Paul. No, Ken Watanabe characters, Aaron yeah. Paul. Yeah, see that. Uh, not only <laughs> let him fight, bitch. Yeah. If Aaron Paul was playing a Japanese person, I don't think it would have <laughs> gone over that well. well like... Mushy, mushy, bitch. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so so yeah, there was a lot of hype for Cranston being in this movie. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen were just revealed to be uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, and they would be in the next Avengers movie. I'm just gonna get this out of the way too. Elizabeth Olsen fucking sucks. In this. She's well, I mean, so what, bad. Well, she doesn't have anything to fucking do. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's, but even what she does, she's not good at it. She, she's she's a, like the Christopher like, Nolan uh, wife. wife motivation. She's barely acting. She's terrible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and then also. Uh, so yeah, so Cranston, the, his mission to try to like find what this government conspiracy is. Like, Anthony said that he's basically QAnon in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you Which, walk in, you walk in, he's got all the shit with Godzilla. By the way, should we go over the plot of this? Yeah. So yeah, we're going over. So Cranston's wife died in a nuclear he's, accident. He's, he's a nuclear physicist working in Japan. He's got a son. His wife dies, and he witnesses her die. Yeah, so, and he was the one who had to make the call to, like, shut the doors, and, like, and so now he's been working to try to find what this government conspiracy is, what they were hiding in there, and then his son is Aaron Taylor Johnson, and he's uh, an army vet, he comes home. Famous actor. Yeah, and then the two of them go to try to uncover some shit. Uh, they get detained by the Japanese military or the U.S. military. What, one of the militaries detains them. Oh, no, the U.S. military takes over because the U.S. military is the best military. Yeah. <laughs> and then, right? then then the Mutas attack, Cranston dies, and then Aaron Taylor Johnson's the lead character, and he just goes to whatever set piece Godzilla is at at that moment. And then yeah. uh And basically they want to kill Godzilla, but Ken Watanabe, who's been studying this, is like, wait a minute, it's nature. Godzilla noticed a disturbance. He wants to kill the the Mutos. Um because we woke him up by experimenting on them. We woke up the fucking yeah. Mutos. Yeah. Um So then Godzilla fights the Mutos, and then Godzilla's the hero. Which it's, that's that's pretty much the plot. Which was also yeah that again not an angle that I was expecting going into this movie. I was expecting it to be Godzilla is the main threat. Kind of like what he said, like he wants to harken back to the nineteen fifty four original. The original which, trailers made it look like this was gonna be like a remake almost of the original. Yeah. Like it looked cool, like using this giant monster as like an allegory for like a national disaster or something like that. Like. Music and there's a lot of like imagery of like tsunamis and like a lot of building rubble that can be like attributed to like 9/11. But I also feel like we did kind of get our 
9-11 monster movie allegory with Cloverfield already. Did you yeah. Say, are I, you saying we got our fill of 9-11? <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of 9 No, I mean... Can you I'm ever good. have enough of 9-11? I don't need any more 9-11. I think I'm good for now. <laughs> Cloverfield scratched my 9-11 itch for a little while. Wake up, sweetie. The new 9-11 just dropped. <laughs> 9-11 part two <laughs> electric boogaloo yeah man i fill in the chat saying of, return of bin laden <laughs> fill in the chat saying he loved cloverfield i think cloverfield is the godzilla movie i kind of want and like the best example of like what a modern godzilla movie would be yeah right? i was telling mike on the ride here cloverfield ruined everything for monster movies because it was actually we're gonna cover it eventually but you know, it did the whole, you don't know what the monster looks like until you see the movie. Now, every fucking movie thinks they gotta do that. Yeah. Even it's like, it's Godzilla. We, there's been like 40 movies. We know what he fucking looks like. Yeah, but <laughs> I, also, I also think that the hype for this one was like, what does a new CGI modern day Godzilla look like? And you know got, what he looks like? Yeah, he looks like Godzilla. Yeah, like, we, I don't know. No, what, I mean, because we got, we got this fucking abomination in the 1998 movie. With like, look at that. Like, that, that doesn't... You that, can't even that, you, see it. You're getting a big old glare from yeah, that ring light. Yeah, but, like, look. It's, it it's, looks like garbage. It's it looks ugly. Like a fucking yeah. lizard. I'm so sure if, you've all seen it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, so, yeah. So, there was that excitement of, like, how does he going to look in, like, full. And I think that, like, when you get that reveal shot of Godzilla, full body, roars at the screen... That was like a big applause moment. You were fucking on your feet in the theater, I remember. You were yeah, like, because, yeah. I, because I was fucking edged the entire movie. And, <laughs> and then, let me spurt out a little no, fucking cum at not Godzilla. Even, because the next shot is some kid watching the news. Uh, watching oh, the yeah. Godzilla fight on the news. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it literally it literally is like, oh, nope, I'm taking my hand off. You are not, I'm not jerking you it's off like anymore. You watch, you watch one of those like JOI videos where it's like, okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Why does it always have to come back to porn? Why? <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. All right. So let's uh, let's get to the critical reception. This movie has a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't get why. It's certified fresh with 326 reviews, 247 of which are fresh and 79 are rotten. That's a lot lower of a rotten count than I would have expected. I, I think you got to like look at like when this came out. I mean, we, we had just come off of like a train of just dog shit fucking transformers movies like 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 these like really unbearable I also, to watch listen listen i got i've got to tell you as far as bear, unbearable as uh transformers is i have a feeling i would have enjoyed watching it a bit more than this i mean listen oh, i think I, 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 I don't know there's a thing it's like i understand like playing up like oh this movie sucks but it's like in the grand scheme of things, this is, like, not that bad and as mm. far as, like, modern blockbusters I go. Think, I, I think there's respectability in this. And that's the other yeah. thing I think that why critics liked it is because it's, like, oh, it's not just, like, all action all the time. It's more slow-paced. There's stuff, And I, I personally, I would respect that if, like, I thought the human story was interesting. And that's also, like, that... I want to get into this, but it's, like, every person who likes this movie... And whenever you have to, like, explain, like, oh, I didn't like the movie. I thought it was kind of boring. They're like, oh, but it's like Jaws. Like, Jaws didn't show you the monster, but Jaws is a good movie. It's like, yeah, because Jaws had, like, interesting characters and a good story. Like, yeah, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, like, it wasn't predicated on, like, giant monster spectacle, which Yeah, bro, is. it's like Jaws. You fuckhead. That's the <laughs> stupidest thing you interpreted there. It's garbage. I mean, that's I, a terrible comparison. Fucking you know, awful. Bill in the chat has pointed this out. I, I honestly, I, I get it. I do think though that yeah, it, it, it loses, uh, it, it loses that comparison a little bit when you look at the, the depth of the characters. I 
I went into this movie. I really loved everyone involved in this, right? Like I had every reason to give this the benefit of the doubt, and in many ways, I I did. But uh, yeah, man, I Aaron Taylor Julia Johnson. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, don't don't casually like besmirch B- Julia Benoist. I'm not. She's I'm a, not. I just picked a, the person who's in the movie for thirty. Seconds. I have no idea who that is. She is a very famous French actress. She plays Cranston's wife, who dies. Oh, sad. Yeah. <laughs> Very sad. I, 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 I'm just saying, like, you know, we, we have, like, great actors. Like, I, I honestly think Aaron Taylor Johnson is a very talented, talented actor. I think we've seen what Elizabeth Olsen can do. Obviously, Brian Cranston is fantastic. It's just how poorly they're utilized in this. Like, if you want to make the Jaws comparison, I, I, I get that. Like, I, I, I can even appreciate that buildup uh, to, you know, the, even the edging, as you put it, Anthony. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> to seeing Godzilla. But... Uh, you're not giving us anything in the meantime. Jaws doesn't edge you. Jaws kills people as time goes on. Like, the first shot you see of Jaws, it's like, yeah, Jaws is here. And he rips a lady down. Like, that's... They're not jerking you off. They're yeah. they're, they're giving you that. On this, you see Godzilla ready to fight, and it cuts away to a fucking television, and then cuts <laughs> away. You don't see him fight anything. Yeah. That's garbage. That's shit. Yeah. yeah and I should like, also say I don't like Jaws. So that that <laughs> so that's okay, nice. Lewis, you gotta yeah. stop. I know. You gotta I'm watch wrong. Jaws I'm wrong. again. You're wrong. I know I'm wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. I've right. accepted it. So yeah, that and Wizard of Oz can't do it. <laughs> You're a loser. And bro. the Shining. And, oh, and the Shining. Bro, Sorry. grow the fuck <laughs> up, the bro. <laughs> Eat your vegetables and watch The Shining. Yeah, grow the fuck up, dude. Grow up, Doug. Grow up, grow bro. Up. Yeah. She wore a crown and came down in a bubble, dog. <laughs> I'm wrong. Are you gonna sit there and tell me that I'm wrong? All right, all right. So the the critical reception, uh, the critical consensus on Rotten Tomatoes, rather, is with just enough human drama to anchor the sweeping spectacle of giant monsters smashing everything in sight. Gareth Edwards' Godzilla satisfyingly restores the franchise's fire-breathing glory. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Lo- okay. So that's again going into like where we think like the critics responded to this, where it's like, oh, it's more from the humans' perspective. It's not just about giant monsters blowing did, shit up but but like i think we we just went over why that's not did, enough did the people who wrote who wrote that consensus ever meet another person before in their life like god yeah. damn that's terrible well and then also so then on metacritic we have a it's a 62 they don't really go by percentage it's more of just like an aggregate of like all of the ratings uh there's 26 positive reviews 21 mixed and one negative uh the best review reads this is a movie of tremendous visual daring magnificence magnificent special effects work and surprising moral gravity andrew o'hare from salon gives okay us a 90 out of 100 salon magazine that's where i go for my film <laughs> criticism fucking salon that's what i i re- the only time i've ever seen salon is if i'm reading six month old ones at the fucking dentist's office <laughs> <laughs> and then the worst review we have edwards godzilla dawdles towards its doomsday climax the movie could win a prize for least stuff happening in the first two-thirds <laughs> of an action movie <laughs> <laughs> it's a con- it's a concept lacking a magnetic story, a package without a product. Richard Corliss of Time gives it thirty out of a hundred. That's so so apt because you mentioned that it started out as a short film. I think Gareth Edwards, with the last like twenty or so minutes of this movie, made a perfect Godzilla short film. That's the only part of this movie I like. I really like. There are parts of the movie like when the Muto is over by the bridge. Like I think that's kind of yeah. cool, but. Besides that, like, the last 20 or 30 minutes of this movie are the only good parts. Like, you could literally yeah. skip 
everything. I think that, the, okay, maybe the first time I saw it, I, I was, like, into the Cranston stuff. <laughs> On a second time, knowing that that goes nowhere, it wasn't as interesting. No, it's definitely not as interesting, but, like, Cranston is, like... He's he's very good. Like, he's, he's so very captivating. Um, and I said, if if... There could have been a human story if he was the main character. It would yeah. have at least had something there. Do you think um, they just couldn't afford to keep Brian Cranston in the whole time? I'm sure that's that's part of it. I mean, like, uh, and I also I can't imagine. imagine he he sorry, also, I can imagine he probably doesn't want to get tied down to sequels or anything like that. I don't know. He was trying to hop on that X Men train pretty soon after Breaking Bad. So you know, was he in any of the? What, what, no, he was really petitioning to be uh, Mr. Sinister, though. Oh. I, I thought he was going to be Professor X. That would also work. Uh, but no, cool. he specifically, he was like, I really want to be Mr. Sinister. And then I think it looked like like Fox was like bending to that. And uh, before like all of their plans changed, it seemed like they were setting up Mr. Sinister with some of the post credit scene, I think after the Wolverine. Uh, but it never really came to fruition. But I think that Brian Cranston was legitimately in line for that. Yeah. All right. So then uh, let's go to the box office of this movie. So it opened at number one. With $93 million on its opening weekend and is the highest uh, opening weekend for any of the films in the MonsterVerse. That's a pretty penny. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, it's not a bad opening at yeah, all. I think it, it, also in comparison to Amazing Spider-Man 2, which had opened like two weeks before. Also Better around- movie. No, it isn't. Yep, sorry. Really good movie. I'm Fantastic sorry. I'm movie. I'm sorry, Lewis. It's Guys, not... check out the Random Movie Roulette episode on Amazing Spider-Man 2 and listen to my excellent points as to why it's a pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. yeah, that movie no. also no. around like a 90 million. <laughs> X-Men Days of Future Past the week after this around 90 million. Yeah, everywhere around. It, it, it really was a struggle. I, I was looking through this. It's like, wow, did no summer blockbuster in 2014 crack 100 million opening weekend? Like that, Guardians of the <laughs> Galaxy. It was all always in the 90s. Nothing got to 100, though. Was, was, there, was there something going on in 2014 like I think not. was it superhero fatigue? Was Who it knows? Super, wait, no. wait, when that was the, was the, the height this is gonna of be, superhero. This is gonna be dark. When was the uh, when did uh, Dark Knight Rises come out? That was 2012. 2012. Okay, yeah. so there wasn't fear of going to the movie theaters. Never mind with the whole no. shooting thing. Never mind. Nah. Um, so the budget for this movie was 160 million dollars, which is the lowest budget for any of the MonsterVerse movies. Surprising. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I it's the what first else is movie. in the MonsterVerse? Because I'm dumb. It's Godzilla, Kong <laughs> Skull Island, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and Godzilla versus Kong. Okay. So fair enough. And I mean, as you can see, as the movies go on, there's more monsters. There's bigger action in it. I yeah. can I can see that this is the it, lowest one so obviously. i'm assuming that the budgets for these movies just got exponentially yeah. larger yeah i mean uh for for a movie with a 160 million dollar budget to have a 93 million dollar opening weekend uh is uh pretty good yeah that's to, not to bad get at all the gate. you yeah. made you made almost half in one weekend so yeah like, i can yeah. see legendary legendary is also not like you know like a warner brothers or like a fox like they're not uh well, putting is, out it number is warner one. It's Warner and Legendary. Yeah, yeah, okay, that, that's that's fair. I mean, a, a Warner Brothers exclusive. Oh, gotcha. Uh, gotcha yeah, yeah. yeah, production. Like, like it, it, it's not expected to do like a billion dollars in the. It's not like box Batman vs Superman where it didn't right. make a billion dollars, and it's like, what went wrong? It's like, what went wrong is that capitalism doesn't allow for this type of fucking monetary gain. <laughs> not to mention, it was also a stupid movie. So there's that too. <laughs> yeah. uh, total domestic gross for this movie is two hundred million dollars, and it is the highest grossing domestic film for in the MonsterVerse. I. Think I feel like a lot of these numbers though would be more skewed because if I feel like if Godzilla versus Kong was released in a non-COVID time, I feel like it would easily blow away all of these fucking numbers. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I want to see sure. that in a theater. I wish I saw that in a theater. I watched it on my couch high as balls, but <laughs> I would love to see that like in a in a theater yeah. just going literally ape shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
God, you know who didn't go ape shit? Kong. He didn't throw his shit at Godzilla like I told him to. Yeah, he but... should have. He would have won easy. One out of ten. Lack of realism. <laughs> <laughs> Big and, monkey. To- and so the total worldwide gross is $524 million. Now, this is the second highest MonsterVerse worldwide gross. The number one is Kong Skull Island at That's surprising. 566. That's very surprising. Yeah, you would expect like overseas markets, like Asian markets, would probably like tip this over to being a little more higher grossing worldwide. But I guess Kong. I mean, Kong probably came out in a slower time during the year. It came out yeah. in like March. Yeah. So and two words. We got a big fun... monkey. <laughs> yeah. We got a fun fact from Mark here in the chat. He says Warner and Legendary were actually on the verge of a divorce, uh, not working together anymore. <laughs> but this movie's. Uh, he says Bo <laughs> kept them together. I, guess I just could... can't escape your smell. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of makes sense, right? Like, they, they launched a cinematic franchise. This is also, like, heat of Marvel Cinematic Universe fever, right? Like, yeah, every, also... everyone's wanting to make a verse of some yeah, kind. Yeah, I also feel like... The, the Dark the, Universe, baby. When also... are we getting it back? Yeah, when, when are we leading up to the Monster Mash movie? <laughs> <laughs> he did the mash. He did the monster mash. Yeah, I, I, I also feel like with Warner and Legendary, this is coming the year after Pacific Rim, and I know that that was, like, not up to the standards box office wise that they wanted. That's still literally the better Godzilla movie. Oh yeah. (laughs) Also there were also like rumors that like Godzilla versus Kong and then like Pacific Rim would also be in there. That's the that's the no brainer that I'm like I I can't believe it kind of never came to fruition or didn't didn't even seem like it was being seriously considered by Legendary at the time. Like that of of course. Like a Pacific Rim is the the movie uh, the monster movie that Legendary did that fucking worked I, I think Legendary did that right no, yeah they were well yeah it worked so much that they made a sequel and it fucking Inflip. sucked balls it was yeah. sad. you can't get Gamble terrible back for that shit. yeah and now they'll never make another one yeah, and they'll then... make a shitty anime series for Netflix oh yeah great just what we need <laughs> yep overall uh, Godzilla was the thirteenth highest grossing film in America in two thousand fourteen quick Mike what were the other twelve all right, so I know that the number one movie of the year is American Sniper. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, really. And I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> yeah. uh, but other movies, just off the top of my head, um, I know that Amazing Spider-Man 2 is in there. Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, is like number two. Um, and there was definitely a Transformers movie that came out this year. Um, but yeah, so there was a lot of uh, a lot of lot of garbage, but a lot of anti kino in there. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, but. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Interstellar, I think, was one of the. I didn't want you to. I didn't want you to literally name them all, Mike. I'm so Yeah, you know what? Interstellar. I'm impressed either way. I don't think Interstellar made more than Godzilla, though. So that's probably not in there. Um, And now let's move to uh, the awards and post-release marketing. So, uh, surprisingly, this movie did not get a nomination for best visual effects at the Oscars. It was too dark. I I think that might have had something to do with it, but I do think that. A lot of, as far as, like, effects, like, sometimes CG, after, like, a couple years, starts to, like, wear out and doesn't really look all that realistic. I still think that a lot of these uh, effects look very highly detailed. The textures all look really good. There's nothing... I think the movie visually looks very good. I think I I would even probably sub it in for one of these nominations. Uh, The the movies that did get nominated that year were Captain America the Winter Soldier, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Guardians of the Galaxy, Interstellar, which won, and X-Men Days of Future Past. I probably would have subbed in this in over Captain America or X Men. I feel like those just got the slots because like we like those are better movies and they're like 
let's just vote for the movie that we like better. Yeah. yeah. That that's usually happens with all the categories at the Oscars. Yeah. Like. But yeah, visual effects were not like an issue this movie had as much as much as like we have to say about like why it's not good. Like nah. I, I, I wouldn't like be upset that it won a visual effects uh, award. Certainly. Especially if they fix I haven't seen the four K Blu ray, but especially if they fix the color grading, the special yeah. effects in this were great. The score I think the thing is this has going for it is special effects and score. Yeah. And the Godzilla design is fine. It's it's Zilla. It, it's it's good. <laughs> but it did this movie did end up making the short list for the visual effects uh, Oscars. That's what they do. They have like a short list and then they pick from there. So the other movies that were on the short list that didn't get nominated were Godzilla, uh, Hobbit, Battle of Five Armies, Maleficent, Night at the Museum 3, Secret of the Tomb, and Transformers 4, Age of Extinction. I forgot uh, there's fucking two sequels to Night at the Museum. How many <laughs> nights are you going to be at that museum? Just go home. <laughs> You saw it once. How many more times do you need to see it? <laughs> but this one has Amelia Earhart played by Amy Adams. Does it really? I think I think that's the second one. Is it, oh, this is post uh, Robin Williams' death too, right? Yeah, I think this was probably the last movie Robin Williams was in, like, or or one of them at least. Godspeed, God yeah. fucking speed. But yeah, I'd say out of that short list, Godzilla is clearly the best uh, movie and the best effects out of any of those I don't know. movies. I, I, you've, have you seen Maleficent? I mean, I can imagine that this is still probably at least a little better. It's I got actually it a called watch. Male Fifty Cent. <laughs> <laughs> In Common the club misconception. With male Fifty Cent. Uh, and then uh, this movie, uh, another notable one. Not really a lot of awards to go on, but this one. But one that was notable was the awards of the Japanese Academy. It won. It was nominated for best foreign film, <laughs> <laughs> which is basically just all American films. The other nominees were Frozen, which was the winner, and then Fury, Interstellar, and a movie that I know Anthony has a very complicated history with, Jersey Boys. Motherfucking <laughs> Jersey Boys is Kino. We've said it. I'm, I'm gonna go off on a quick tangent. We've said it again. I say it all the time. Clint Eastwood has an on literal on-off light switch way of making movies. He makes Kino and then shit. And then a really good movie and then shit. And it's like, well, is this is this Clint Eastwood gonna be good? I don't know. Was his last one good? No. Wait, this one's wait, wait, gonna wait, be wait. good. Clint Eastwood directed Jersey Boys? Yes, he, he did. fucking did. That's you the better most believe it. In insane fucking Mandela effect and parallel universe what? bullshit I've ever heard. And guess what? It's good. <laughs> it's good. Your brother will literally watch it whenever it's on. Oh, yeah. He's one of those people who's like flipping through cable and it's like, oh, Jersey Boys is on. It's 45 minutes in. I'll fucking watch it to the end. <laughs> it's really funny seeing Frozen on this list because now, now I'm putting everything in perspective. I, I remember... I did not see Godzilla on my Thanksgiving break. Doesn't work out chronologically, but before I, I had seen on my Thanksgiving break Frozen with my sister, and then I came home I think for the summer and I saw Godzilla with my mom. Uh, so it was a lovely year of movies with my family, and it would never happen ever again. How <laughs> lovely! <laughs> All right, and then uh, there's uh, some some short-lived memes. Like these are not like widely lived that like continue to get used to this day but these were like very much at like the height of when this movie was coming out uh so we brought up crying cranston before lewis is trying to pull we'll, it up we'll get there, there it is cranston. i don't know if we invented this meme all i know is i remember sending you a pic i just out of nowhere i must have been high sent you a picture of just this and wrote crying cranston <laughs> i had a feeling that somebody like we couldn't have invented this i can't be because i i 
you know, maybe we did because I googled Crying Cranston and nothing came up. So maybe we just invented this meme and we just used it ourselves. Maybe that's maybe that's. And what it, we did. it makes sense we invented because it it's not very funny or very good. Yeah, but no. you know what? Fuck and then it. the only other, uh, I guess, meme that came out. It was definitely like around the time of like when this movie came out that this was relevant. But the line of Ken Watanabe saying, "Let them fight." Yeah, that was used a lot. Uh, I guess in in like promos for like I don't know like wrestling events or something i don't know or like wrestling events. i don't think that anyone actually i don't think wwe ever actually used it but i think that like i don't know you'd see it on twitter sometime or like if people were on twitter were fighting they would just post this video or something let like them that. fight it's like the that's bait thing from mad max fury road that's like it's bait. barely like it's barely a meme but it's like i don't know people use it in weird contexts i'll play it once more let them fight sure. ken <laughs> yeah. watanabe thank get, you sir yeah get some use out of me making you put the sound on the board anyway let them fight okay i got well, use out of it you that. told me so now we got the uh the home media release so did it come when did it come out on vhs <laughs> well if you pull out that vhs that i have right here this isn't the right one i'm talking about this one <laughs> All right, so the movie came out on DVD, Blu-ray, and 3D Blu-ray on oh, on boy. September sixteenth, two thousand fourteen, uh, and so it has a couple of bonus features. This first couple set of bonus features: Operation Lucky Dragon, Monarch the Mutophile, and the Godzilla Revelation. All of these are like in-universe, like documentary bonus, like things of like people trying to discover what the monster is so it's like all like in universe like what does this mean like who is this monster type of thing is it good i don't know i didn't watch any of it um, okay yeah I'm we just, don't have it on i wish that i if i ha if i owned this movie i would have watched all of this that sounds kind of cool i'm not gonna lie that sounds really cool yeah i guess also like yeah setting up like the the history of monarch as like this institution yeah. that's hunting monsters where lewis you said that like this never comes up also else i want to i want to it comes up in everything else it just never works that's the did, problem. I want to just quickly bring up, did either of you guys own a 3D TV? Um, we know Cody uh, is one of our very... Cody is a huge proponent for uh, the 3D TV movement. I'm He's so sorry, Cody. He still rolls with it. He... I remember the PlayStation TV coming out and uh, being just moments away uh, always <laughs> from buying one of the PlayStation TVs that had the 3D built in. It was relatively small. It's not much bigger than this computer monitor here. Yeah, great. Just what you want to watch 3D movies on, something the size yeah. of a fucking post-it note. Well, the, the fucking, the, the motivation for that was that you could play split-screen games and the 3D would project basically full screens uh, on each side. It, it obviously didn't work like that, but that's what they were advertising. I want to start a tally. We're going to keep a tally of every movie that's released on 3D Blu-ray. We're at one. Yeah. <laughs> one movie. Yeah, just like uh, with last last week where we counted with Kangaroo Jack, like how many movies have uh, a, one singular digit. Wait, do you mean to tell sport? me there's no 3D uh, Kangaroo Jack Blu-ray? It's not there's even no on Blu regular Blu-ray. It's on DVD. Well, That's bad. It was probably on VHS, though. We probably oh, it was on VHS we, and DVD yeah. and digital. That's the only way to watch that movie We could now. probably have found it at the Mahoning Drive-In. Probably. <laughs> it's definitely sitting there. Oh, also, I should bring this up uh, as an addendum to last uh, week's episode. Uh, a friend of mine uh, has his own 35-millimeter trailer for Kangaroo Jack. Like, he has the film reel of it. He owns it. Is he a serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Mike, are you friends with serial killers? Why? <laughs> they're all, And they're sitting in this room right now. <laughs> uh, oh. 
So then the other ones that are on this DVD, there's a one called Godzilla Force of Nature, which is just like, you know, a cast and crew retrospective on the Godzilla franchise origins and like, um, and then there's a whole new level of destruction, which looks at like the shooting and like the special effects. Uh, Into the Void, the Halo Jump. They have a whole five minute section just on the Halo Jump scene, which of course they I probably should because yeah, it's, it's the best scene the in the movie. And then Ancient Enemy, the Mutos. A look at the Mutos' role in the film, their physical design, and the creature sound design. The most boring part of the movie. Yeah. Also, okay, did they have anything about how they made the farts? <laughs> <laughs> or is that only something that was on Kangaroo Jack? That's something else we're keeping to tally. How many movies have something about farts? Kangaroo Jack, the only one. Yep. It's the only one we know how they made the farts. And, then, and so this all there were also uh, a couple of other blu-rays that were released uh around this time there was a best buy exclusive version which included a paperback copy <laughs> of a comic called Godzilla Awakening stop giving us books and comics with fucking movies i bought fucking i remember for christmas one year i got the dark knight on dvd it was the full screen dvd <laughs> and it came with a, a, a like a shitty batman comic and a Harvey Dent like Two Face coin, literally the dumbest fucking thing I ever got. <laughs> yeah, no. And Here's I'm a like... movie that's you're missing a third of the movie because it's cut off on the edges. <laughs> a coin you're never gonna use for anything, and a comic book that's gonna fall apart if you get it wet. See, this is what happens when you release a movie that's not in four three to preserve director Zack Snyder's original vision. You know, you're gonna miss a lot of visual information on the screen. We need that four by three aspect ratio. Let them fight. Oh. You fuckhead. That's the <laughs> yeah, that, stupidest that, thing I, I you interpreted the there. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. And then uh, I, I looked at the art for like this Godzilla Awakening comic. It looks very generic, and it's just uh, all from the human's perspective. Because they gave and, it away for free at Best yeah. Buy. Why put yeah, effort into yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> Those are like the Walmart DC comics that come out. I, and, and you know what's funny is that like Godzilla has like a pretty good history as far as comic books go. I think there are like a lot of like boom comics. Uh that are about Godzilla that are like fucking solid and that the, the fan base like rallies around uh, aggressively could it could it could have like enlisted those people, yeah. but you know, All right. I didn't even know Godzilla had comics. Yeah. Yeah. It's a comic book character. I mean, it's a lot cheaper than He's making everything. Isn't it? One of these movies. Really wow. is. And then target also had their own exclusive Blu-ray, which included a th- extra 30 minute bonus feature called Godzilla rebirth of an icon. Uh, that's really all there Target was. Target really got the short end of the stick with this <laughs> one. I mean, honestly, like... listen, if I liked this movie enough and I had the choice, I would go for the thing that has an extra bonus feature. Like, I... Yeah. And that's the thing I I have... You would, would you go over that over Steelbook? No, Steelbook... If you get Steelbook but no extra bonus feature, I'll take the Steelbook. And uh, <laughs> this day. movie did eventually get a, uh, a Steelbook, but uh, there was another re-release of this Blu-ray... It was called the Monster Mayhem Blu-ray. It was released in 2017. Was that was that when they put it in the bargain bin? <laughs> I think this... The I, four in one, you get Godzilla, and then three yeah. shitty movies. No, yeah, it looks like this. It's meant to look like a classic monster movie, and I have a feeling that this was released uh, to coincide with Kong Skull Island's uh, theatrical release. Uh, it, uh, looks, it looks garbage. It's pretty I, ugly. But there were other movies, other monster movies, that were released in this time, re-released like in this format. So I have a feeling like it was part of like a, a theme that other movies. It's like when Deadpool came out and they re-released a bunch of old movies, but with like Deadpool on the cover. Do you remember that? Uh, I wish yeah. I I wish I didn't. <laughs> and then there was a, a steelbook from Fye. Rest in, in 
piece. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I found a picture of that, so it's not on there. But uh, it was released on May fourteenth, two thousand nineteen. I have a feeling uh, to coincide with the release of Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Wait, that was the Steelbook cover? No, no. Oh. No, no, um, no. You got me all excited. Now yeah. I was going to look for the steel. It was I was like, like, I don't own a Blu-ray player. I was going to buy that. It was like, get red. a Blu-ray player, Anthony. What's going on? It's called Plex, my guy. <laughs> and we'll, then, we'll talk. Yeah. And then there was the 4K Blu-ray uh, that was released on March 23rd, 2021, which was meant to coincide with the release of Godzilla vs. Kong. And it also had a Best Buy exclusive steelbook. Which basically is the same design. Yep, I heard it's a pretty solid release as far as four because yeah. it fixed the color scale. grading as we mentioned before. Yeah. yeah. So uh, overall, that's uh, everything that we have to look at with Godzilla 2014. Now we're gonna get to our ratings out of ten. Now we oh, have, fuck, we have I didn't think of this. We have two separate ratings for uh, the way we do it. We have one for the rating of the quality of the movie, and then a second rating for like how good the marketing did at selling the movie. So I'm gonna go first. Let's I'd, just go around and do all the movie ratings first. Oh, yeah. So yeah. what would you give this as a movie overall? I'm going to say that I think that this is a 5 out of 10 movie. I think that there is a lot of technical craft that is commendable. <laughs> Brian Cranston gives a good performance. The, the effects are good. The monster fights are good when they happen. But it's bogged down by, like, a very generic and uninteresting human story. The villains are kind of forgettable. And it's just, like, overall just kind of boring. So it's a very, like, middle-of-the-road mixed bag. Like, there's a lot of good things in it, and it eventually leads to somewhere, like, good. Like, I think that the other MonsterVerse movies, Kong Skull Island and King of the Monsters, I also thought were not very good. But I think Godzilla vs. Kong was really fun. I think it got to, like, the heart of, like, what we want from this series. It's big monster fights. They don't really ask you to, like seriously take into consideration like the human death toll or like the destruction it's just a big monsters fighting and and it's fun and i think that that's what these movies needed to be and they started off on like trying to be serious with this and eventually uh they realized that like that's not really what we wanted and then they ended up giving something that i think actually really worked and i hope that they continue that trajectory going forward but yeah so that's how i feel about this movie five yeah. out of ten i i gotta say mine is probably like a three and a half out of 10 uh i didn't mention this before when we saw this movie we were sitting uh, mike and i were sitting and there up in the corner like behind us there was a woman sitting with her young child child to be about eight and i didn't even see them uh the second time it cut away from so there's three times godzilla fights the third time is the one where you actually see him fight the monster the first time he fights the muto and it cuts away to a television screen and you see a little bit of a fight on the tv and then it cuts away. And I'm thinking, that's fucking stupid. All right, whatever. Second time, they're in Vegas. He's fighting another Muto. And the they're running into a subway or something. And the door closes and covers the camera. And then it goes away. You don't see the fight. The second time, I literally in the theater was so pissed. I screamed, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Ugh. And I and I just heard someone, someone like growl. I turned back and this lady is giving me the stink eye. Yeah. And I'm like... I'm thinking, she can't be enjoying this, can she? Awful. <laughs> just yeah. awful. No, yo, that's another thing that I forgot to mention in the, like, the, the comparisons of like what the trailer sold and what the movie is. That shot in the trailer of the doors closing is like a shot of Godzilla like roaring at you as the doors are closing. So it made it look like more ominous, like Godzilla was a threat and we had to hide from him. And then in this... The, in the real movie, it's just like Godzilla and Amuna like fighting in a like a video screen loading screen. It's in like the background. they ran out of budget and couldn't show a fight. It was it was such a cop out. It was so shitty, and that is irredeemable to me. 
You you fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Like fuck this. Just terrible. Uh, at three and a half. Like, I, I it has some merit, but I was bored until yeah, the it, last 20, 30 minutes of the movie. Man. I was fucking bored, and it's a long movie. It's like it's like over two hours. Yeah, it's not a it's not a small time investment. At right? All. Isn't it over two hours? It's like around like the hour fifty. Mark oh, okay. It's something. almost two hours. Still I'm too sorry. much. Yeah. No, it's actually, I think it's like much. two hours exactly. Probably. Yeah, too long. Too long. This movie could have been an hour, hour and 50 a half. Yeah. Count out the credits. This could have been an hour and a half easily. I'm, I'm gonna agree with you, Mike. Here, I I think it's like a completely like middle of the road like mediocre film. Uh, five uh, seems perfectly accurate to me. I also real quick before we wrap up, I, I know you guys are closing out. There's one aspect of this movie. Uh, it's kind of like a post promotion thing that Legendary had nothing to do with that like made me more interested in it. Uh, right after the the film came out, there were like uh people going on social media saying that their uh theater had a post credit scene featuring mothra and two smaller mothras and mothra was flying through the air in the post credits and flinging tornadoes out of her fucking uh wings and i was so excited mothra is the patron saint of my right arm um, so, so i i was i was pretty hyped about that and then pretty bummed when i stayed after the credits and didn't see jack my, shit my uncle works at nintendo <laughs> he told me mothra's in it i can't show you he's got the cut he's got the dvd in my basement i can't show you yeah. but mothra's in it i promise yeah i feel like the reason why i probably didn't have that research it's kind of like the crying cranston thing it's like it's a thing that is specific to you and you alone and like it's not a real thing i can't believe you fell for the my uncle works at nintendo and though I cannot believe you fell for that. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Big, I'm a big Mothra guy. You fucking asshole. I can't believe right? you fell for that, you schmuck. I'm such a little fucking dumb dumb. I mean, the post credit scenes you, were still new. It was no, 2014. Yeah. And you also, dumb slut. And also with them trying to set up like a cinematic universe, you would expect like, oh, there's going to be a post credit scene. Like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, of course. But there wasn't. I was actually expecting one, and I watched the entire credits stare. Well, I watched. I was looking at my phone. Like, I was through a lot of this movie. Um, mm. Anytime Ford was on the screen, I'm like, I'm fucking I mean, at my phone. I mean, it was phone. definitely like a Dracula Untold situation where they're like, it'll it'll be the start of the universe if it does well. Like, and, and then we'll deal with it then. Like, they weren't And then it concerned. became The Mummy, where The Mummy was like, oh, if this does well, then that'll be the start. But now it's not. All right, so now I'm going to ask you guys for your rating out of 10 for how good the marketing uh, made the movie look. So I'm going to go out and say I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10 for marketing. Because but, no, 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 wait, wait, are we marketing? I forgot. Are we rating how good the marketing was or how well the marketing reflected the final product? I think that's what we did in the first one. I think that's just because Kangaroo Jack is such like an infamous example of like being like – Well, so how well different. did the marketing reflect the final product? Well, I because here's the thing is like – in a lot of cases, like if a if the marketing sold a movie that ultimately I didn't like but made it look good, is that like misleading? Like, I mean, I I want to give like the credit that like the marketing did a good job so at making. Why the don't movie we preface this by saying we all agree the marketing was good? We all agree yeah. the marketing was good, but how did it reflect the final film? Was because it act- I mean, listen, for, me, for me, I felt cheated. I felt like the marketing did not do a good job marketing this film at all, and that's part of the reason why it wasn't good in my eyes. I mean, I I think the reason why I said that I gave the marketing a good score is because it made the movie look, uh, it made the movie look like it, it had that ominous tone. It made it look uh, like there was really taking time setting up Godzilla as a villain, and but I I think that I would take a couple points off because ultimately they 
they did kind of drop the ball with like revealing the mutos like way too early like they 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 hit it godzilla they hit all of that very well and like early on and then like as we got closer to the release of the movie they just kind of let it slip that like the mutos are in the movie and there were like people like speculating like oh is that rodan like they saw a monster flying and then it just ended up being a muto uh okay so if if i'm going by that angle of like how uh well it made it uh, if it going on like how well the, it made the movie look then yeah it was very good eight out of ten but uh as far as like how how much it made me feel like i was given what was sold um i guess i'll probably go uh again with a five out of ten same thing i, I agree did for the movie because <laughs> it those scenes that are shown in the trailer like the halo jump it's like it's in the movie but it's yeah. not as it's more epic in the trailer than it is in the movie even though it still like looks good but like they they alter shots like making Godzilla look like he's like you know the, the door closing in on him when in the movie it's him fighting the Muto, um and then like showing a lot of Cranston in the trailers and not a lot of Taylor Johnson, um yeah that's a, another misdirect. So yeah, I'm 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 gonna say for for similar reasons I'm gonna actually say a six. I I, I think it's. It, it more or less represented that movie. I, I, I think you don't want to ruin the Brian Cranston death uh, in this movie, and I understand why they wouldn't really promote that. Uh, however, it, it, it does seem intentionally misleading. You know, like, like there's no real getting around that. It did seem like they were positioning Brian Cranston as the main character, which is in, inherently, like, not just only, yeah. not what was really happening. But, like, I, by the time I got to the movie, like, I, I had kind of already assumed, like, Brian Cranston was going, uh, not going to be in a lot of it. And, and, I, and I think that, like, there's a lot of, like, media literacy that we've kind of, like, gained since uh this era of like hollywood blockbusters and like i think people have gotten better since then at like looking at a trailer and seeing like what are they not showing us why are they not showing us it um but i i i i think for that reason six seems uh like a more a more appropriate thing it, it seems like adequate marketing i'd even argue movie. it didn't even seem like brian Cranston was the main character they really made it seem like godzilla was the main fucking character to be honest with you they really made this look like the original godzilla like yeah you really care it's funny because like you you really you you really <laughs> care about godzilla like you think he he should be the main character because that's the only character we fucking care about yeah, yeah. And, and you would think gareth edwards would know that the re like every time i i looked at reddit like old reddit posts before this movie came out they're like gareth edwards knows what we want he knows how to make a monster movie does he does he really <laughs> does he really yeah. or is he just gonna jerk you off and not like let, let you come that's he what jerked off like. your little boy dick until nothing came out. Yeah, he jerked off your little fucking baby dick. <laughs> but yeah, and and you know what? I also gotta say, Whoa, is I'm, that, mo I'm moving to the edge of the screen. Yeah, <laughs> gotta say also <laughs> when like positioning that like oh this is like Godzilla as the main character. Like I think they they tried to move towards that like in the later half, like when Godzilla is fighting the Mutos, because like the whole time it's like the human perspective. What are the humans seeing of Godzilla? They're only seeing like you know a tail or a scale. They're not seeing the whole thing. But then by the end of the movie, there's a like tail or a scale, yeah. the bone of scone. <laughs> yeah, by the end of the movie, they're like you're seeing aerial shots of Godzilla fighting. Like whose human perspective is that from? Nobody. Nah, and then nah. like at the end when like the Mutos are like ganging up on him and like dropping buildings on him, ganging and, up. And, like, on like, him. Like, yeah, they're like kicking his balls and like yeah, they, spitting they, in his face. They all got Shitting the white chest. <laughs> they got all the white t-shirts on with the cigarettes in the sleeve and they're yeah. kicking the shit out of yeah, him. It's like they're making, and then there's like sad music. It's like it's like oh, you feel bad for Godzilla that he's getting beat up. And then and Godzilla like, throws up in one of their mouths and yes. kills them. Yeah. <laughs> I whatever. 
Uh, they're supposed the Pornhub sound was supposed to play. Just play it in the. There you go. There it is. Lewis didn't turn on my soundboard. Listen, things happen technically during this episode. All right, so that's the end of uh, our Godzilla 2014 episode. We're going to leave you with a teaser for what our next movie is going to be. But before that, we're going to leave you with some plugs. So, Lewis, our guests of honor, where can they find you on the internet? Thanks. Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at Lewis J. Otero. You can find me on Instagram at rmroulette. You can find the podcast I do with Mike over on Twitter at rmroulette. We're on twitch.tv slash rmroulette live right now, even with this episode, and you can find some uh, more content from us there. Lewis, you're welcome to be on any episode. This yeah. was a blast. Ah, thank you guys so much for having me. I had a yeah. great time. And what's your other podcast that you do? Oh, yeah, man. Dr. Brandon Hardy and I uh, like to hang out over at the Gory Picture Show. Uh, we watch the taboo, twisted, drive-in, gritty backroom video store drivel your parents didn't know not to warn you about. Uh, and we watched some real fucked up shit and talk about it. So uh, yeah. Your most recent episode was on Freaks, which was a very good in-depth analysis. Yeah, we had a great time with the Varicon homies, who are great also film. going to be over on uh, our next episode of Random Movie Roulette. Which is going to be on The Terminator. Determinator. <laughs> we were back. Uh, <laughs> they'll be back. <laughs> we were back. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, I love it. I love right. it. That That's... the. the that's right. from the exterminator. <laughs> we'll be back. We were uh, back already. We were back. Anthony, where can they find you? I don't do shit besides <laughs> this, man. I I have a Western celebs and Japanese ads on a uh, Instagram. I up I update it whenever I want. I haven't updated in like a few months, but I'm gonna get back on it. Um, it's fun stuff. I just do it in my spare time. That's really it. And Mike, what about you? All right, and you can find uh, my personal Twitter over at RMR Cyborg Mike on Twitter and Instagram. And also on Instagram, you can find the show's uh, social medias. We're uh, Cinemarketing Pod at uh, on Instagram and Cinemarket Pod on Twitter. Uh, on the Instagram, I post uh, on the stories. I post like little hints of like what movies are coming next, and uh, so that'll be a, a fun thing. Keep up with the Instagram. I post like you know old VHS covers and like vintage posters and stuff just as like you know uh, he's, a the, little... he's the social media guru i don't even tell i don't even know what the login is yeah <laughs> i mean if you wanted i could share it with you but yeah uh, i'd rather not oh uh, yeah so that that's what uh that's where you could find us uh on the internet and now let's just leave you with what's coming next adios coming soon to theaters Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right.